0: Hello! Welcome back to the Photo Engage Podcast. I'm your host, retired United States Navy Master Chief John J. Giardina, avid landscape and travel photographer and passionate self-leadership coach, for I believe the first person we should lead each day is ourselves. Isn't it an awesome feeling when everything is going really well? Like you're invincible, flying towards your goals at full speed. But what happens as soon as as you feel satisfied. Maybe you can remember when you just received your driver's license after demonstrating your careful ability to control a vehicle. If you can recall that far back at least for me, you might remember how careful you were when you first started driving alone, hard-earned license in hand. You didn't have much experience and your confidence might be a bit lacking But you had repeated the basic mechanics of approved driving many times, so with great care, you cautiously used your mirrors, you eased out onto the road, carefully signaling your intentions, keeping a large defensive driving buffer around you. And you gave other drivers lots of room, as you dealt with how fast things seemed to happen behind the wheel. Over time though, what happened? You grew more experienced, having witnessed lots of other drivers doing things well and poorly. You felt more confident as you and the car began to operate as one, with the throttle, the brakes, and the steering becoming easier to modulate smoothly. And your repetitions increased as you drove more and more. With time, you stopped having to think about controlling the speed of your car as you went down hills or climbed back up another. When that used to take effort and concentration on your part, now it was practically automatic. You didn't have to worry about slowing to the proper speed to navigate a turn and an intersection like you did when you were just learning. You now, almost without thinking about it, brake smoothly, slow enough to roll through the turn, and accelerate away. Everything that happened so fast at first has now slowed down. You are a competent driver. But what happened after that? Many people, judging by what we can easily witness on any road, start to become overconfident, thinking their growing experience means they've seen it all and can handle anything. Not only do they eat while driving. They might also be putting on makeup or shaving and are probably thinking why not read or answer that text? They'll only look down for a second, right? And what happens? Disaster at some point because complacency has settled in. And there's no better predictor of stagnation and tragedy than complacency in driving, in your profession, in your relationships, and in your life. You've ceased paying attention to how you can do things better, so in short order, you start doing things worse. So now, before we continue, let me tell you about this podcast. I tell stories about self-leadership using my photography as inspiration. The story that accompanies a photograph is important because an image gains power when we contemplate what the photographer hopes you experience when you engage with the image. This is photo engage, after all. And I hope we can learn something with each episode. Of greatest importance, though, is what we do after we've learned, which is to do, because to learn and not to do is really not to learn. As always, I want to thank you, my listeners. I truly appreciate your support. I hope you'll choose to follow the Photo Engage podcast so you never miss an episode, and then tell your friends about it. The best way to support this podcast is always word of mouth. But a good review on Apple Podcasts really helps too. I also encourage you to visit my website to view the image we're going to discuss So with that, let's visualize. We're standing at the edge of the marsh by Raccoon Creek in the eastern shore of Virginia National Wildlife Refuge at the southernmost tip of the Delmarva Peninsula, the strip of land that forms the estuary of the Chesapeake Bay to the west and with the Atlantic Ocean to the east. It's a beautiful sunset evening and we're looking out over a sea of glowing orange marsh grass and pampas puffs with little growths of other plants sending up some contrasting green leaves and branches for the most part the scene is a vast sea of orange lit by the Sun sinking to the horizon far off to the right out of frame. To be honest this was an image that caused me some angst as I thought that the photograph was dominated too much by one color. But, as I wrote in my recent blog post on this image, which I called Amber Waves, I eventually thought otherwise. When I saw this surreal scene, I was blown away by the incredible glow across the entire frame from the setting sun, but wondered if there was perhaps just too much orange But after considering it for some weeks, I realized I really wanted to share just how amazing that evening was. And the added details of branches, leaves, and pampas puffs brings that necessary something for the eye to hang on to. I thought I knew what was acceptable as a finished image, and learned I almost missed out on showing this to you. The lesson? Always keep an open mind. I changed my mind because I remembered what Epictetus, one of the earlier Stoic philosophers, taught about complacency. Throw out your conceited opinions, for it is impossible for a person to begin to learn what they think they already know. So how does complacency hurt us? Well it may well compromise our safety, or the safety of those around us like how many of us progress through driving. Substitute any other repetitive task involving equipment or processes and you can see how becoming complacent can result in trouble. But it goes much deeper when complacency sets into our lives and how we think. At stake is our very motivation. Complacency is the ultimate destroyer of progress and moving your life forward. According to leadership coach and author Duke Matlock, there are two major types of complacency. Complacency that's driven by success and complacency that's driven by a lack of success. Sometimes our current success keeps us from recognizing we are no longer growing. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But if we're no longer growing, our vision for the future starts to get a little fuzzy. Other times, a lack of success over a period of time can eventually discourage us from striving for improvement. Maybe I'll just stop trying. Maybe I'll stop speaking up in meetings or at the dinner table. Maybe where I'm at isn't so bad after all. In both circumstances, complacency has a way of immobilizing us, keeping us from both personal and professional growth. So what are some signs of complacency? Here's a complacency checklist. Do you recognize any of these warnings in people you know? Or in yourself? Are you disengaged? Gauge your excitement when you get some new responsibilities. Are you excited and taking it upon yourself to be collaborative? Or are you inwardly groaning that now you have even more work to do? If your head and heart are not into it anymore, this is a strong warning sign that you might be checked out and headed towards complacency. Have you stopped investing in yourself? Do you focus on success and achievement? Are you making it a priority to invest in yourself to develop your skill sets, your hobbies, your relationships? Are you taking the time to network and visit other people? If you're not taking the time to try and grow yourself, this is another signifier of complacency. Do you find yourself taking shortcuts? Getting negative feedback because you're not as thorough or detailed-oriented as you used to be. Relying on your positive reputation to give you permission to be a bit lazy? This is another sign that you have lost your motivation, that you're becoming complacent. Are you avoiding taking any risks? If you seek to continuously improve, you must be courageous enough to take some risks. Taking calculated risks is how you advance yourself. If you're not taking any risks, this is cause for concern. Playing it too safe is a sign of complacency and an admission that you would rather stay on the sidelines and be told what to do rather than become a more integral and influential part of your own life. Do you feel like you've lost your passion? When you lose your passion for your responsibilities, and no longer get excited about your work, it's time to reassess. The passionate pursuit of excellence is the fuel that stimulates high performance and a contagious winning attitude. When you've reached a point where your passion is lost, it's almost impossible to find any level of professional or personal success. So to distill this further, some of this boils down to motivation, generating the self-drive to tackle the new task and to continue with the routine ones with high energy and full attention. It's figuring out how to keep up what a former commanding officer of mine used to call a prudent sense of urgency. As Harvard Business School professor John P. Cotter taught, true urgency focuses on critical issues. It is driven by the deep determination to win not anxiety about losing. Many people confuse it with false urgency. This misguided sense of urgency does have energized action, but it has a frantic aspect to it with people driven by anxiety and fear. This dysfunctional orientation prevents people from exploiting opportunities and addressing real issues. In other words, fighting complacency means maintaining a prudent sense of urgency, doing the things that are important, not frantically, but with mindfulness. So what are some ways to overcome complacency when it inevitably sets in? Here are a few ideas. Create some new goals. Setting goals will help overcome complacency because there will be constantly a new target you're trying to reach. It is difficult to become set in your ways when there's an objective that you're being held accountable to reach. By actively putting in progress towards a goal, you'll stop the complacent mindset and stop thinking, this is good enough. Instead, you'll begin to take initiative over your goals and become invested in seeing the progress of your goals actively striving to achieve them shake things up sometimes a fresh perspective and change in pace can help with motivation start exploring new opportunities talk with your family friends and mentors about what ideas they have or what it is they are doing you might have become complacent and not realized it invest time and money to improve yourself Self-improvement is one of the best antidotes to fight off complacency. Constantly striving to make yourself better is the exact antidote to a complacent mindset. Practice some self-forgiveness. What happens if you go through this process and some unforeseen life circumstance gets you off track? Personal issues, work issues, and family issues arise out of nowhere all the time. In these times, make sure to practice self-forgiveness. Rather than berate yourself with internal dialogue, get back up and go back to working at the goal. Life will happen to you. That is to be expected. What matters is how you bounce back from a setback. So what's the point? Keep an open mind. If you think you already know, you can't learn anymore. Complacency gets us all from time to time. The key is to recognize it and find what works for you to neutralize it. Exercise a prudent sense of urgency in your life, and you'll find you're much more aware of yourself and what you're doing with your time. What could be more valuable than that? Thanks for stopping by and listening to the 14th episode of the Photo Engage podcast. Your favorite podcast is now available on Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon podcasts. If you'd like to continue the conversation, please use the contact form on my website. Just note what episode you're referring to. And I love reading your comments, of course, because they often give me ideas for future episodes. I invite you to read the Photo Engage blog, that does a deeper dive on the topics I post about weekly on my social media. It's all available on my website where I also share my photography portfolio along with a digital marketplace for inspired patrons who wish to purchase my work. You can find the link in the description. I look forward to meeting with you here next week. In the meantime, lead yourself first and I wish you fair wins and following seas.